get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, I want to start with this because we had a a player here in St. Louis, uh, a hockey player named Brendan Shanahan, became a Hall of Famer, great player. And one year, yeah, you know, Shanny, one year he put in his bio that he had run with the Bulls in Pamplona. But then when we asked him about it, he said, I really didn't. I just wanted to make myself sound more interesting. So (laughs) you have in your bio that you ran with the Bulls in Pamplona. Did you really do it? I just wanted to have something in common with Brendan Shannon. That's why I put that in my bio. Nice. So, no, I, I actually, uh, I actually did. I actually ran with the Bulls. It was one of the great adventures I decided to have in my life. Um, when I was a kid, uh, well, high school age, two things happened. I read Ernest Hemingway. The Sun Also Rises, one of his great novels, and about uh, most of the novel takes place at the San Fermin Festival in Pamplona, Spain, the, the festival around which the running of the bulls takes. And I thought, wow, that, that sounds just amazing, you know, Hemingway with his writing style. And then the second thing that happened was Mitch Album, the, the contemporary author who was, and, and still is, he writes sports columns for the Detroit News, uh, Detroit Free Press newspaper, and I grew up in the Detroit area. He was a young sports writer, had a vacation, and went over and ran with the Bulls. He came back and wrote about it in a column, and I read that when I was like a, maybe a sophomore or a junior in high school, and I said, that sounds like the absolute coolest thing that you could ever do. And so when I grew up and started to become a you know fairly successful sportscaster, had some free time and some discretionary income that I could use to do whatever I wanted. I flew over to Spain, got in a rental car in Barcelona, drove all the way with a buddy of mine, and we went and ran with the Bulls in Pamplona, and it was awesome. And I actually did run, had him run right by me. I touched one. It was it was an out-of-body experience. So you, you didn't get flipped or anything like that? I did not. And look, at, I'm sure there are people listening that are saying, that's, that's absolutely asinine. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I'm one of them. It, 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 is, it is. Dude, it, I, have no, I will not argue against someone who says you're a fool for doing that. <laughs> but I also, like, because when I finished, I, w- I, I thought it was exhilarated. I thought two things. I was like, woo, I'm alive. And then the second thing is, woo, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> like, those are the, the, the simultaneous feelings that I had. Uh, but it's, it's you know, it, it, it was like buying a lottery ticket and yet in reverse. When you wake up that morning, and I actually didn't sleep much the night before knowing because you do the run in the morning. The, the run takes place uh, for eight days. Uh, it starts on the seventh day for the, in the seventh month, so July 7th, and it goes for eight days. And the run takes place after a big night of partying and this, uh, this festival where sangria and cerveza and all this other type of stuff. And when I went and I was getting on the course to run and the course is only about a half mile long. It's not like you run very long. And, and they are like racehorses in 
short distances in bursts. So when they go by you, they go by you in a blink. Okay. <laughs> and when, when I was on the course I, before they, when they started, I was like, this is like the lottery, meaning when you buy a lottery ticket, when it gets up to whatever, $500 million or whatever, you, you imagine the mathematical odds of you winning are ridiculous. But you imagine you winning. Oh, I'm going to get a yacht. I'm going to get a mansion. I'm going to get this or that. When you're standing on that course waiting for, for animals three times the size of, a, of an NFL offensive lineman, with horns as big as your arms extended. You're waiting for them to run by you. You're thinking, now the odds probably I'm going to be the one that gets gored today are probably slim, and yet you imagine you're the idiot that got on the course of his own volition and is going to get absolutely destroyed. But nope, wasn't me. I got Good. scraped up a little bit with you know running against the wall and whatnot, and and, uh, and I know there's moms out there listening right now saying, Scott Hansen, why are you influencing my little son right now? He's not going to grow up and do this. I, I, I am not telling anyone they have to. I will say this. If you ever had an inclination to, it is a, an unbelievable adventure that you can have in this world. Scott Hansen of NFL Red Zone with us on 101 ESPN. Speaking of exhilarating, I thought the first half of the early games on Sunday were really boring. <laughs> and it, it, You had a bunch of blowouts, and I'm thinking, oh, what a terrible day for the first half of the NFL schedule. And then by the end of those games, almost all of them came down to the last couple of minutes, and obviously <laughs> Dallas was unbelievable. Well, see running with the bulls in Spain is kind of off season training for the adrenaline rush that I have to be prepared for to convey during the witching hour, as I like to call it on NFL red zone, because you don't, you never know. You never know. Like you said, you could be in a lull where it feels like an hour or 90 minutes of the action isn't scintillating, but when it comes down to it, you you're almost guaranteed two, three, four games are going to have a jaw-dropping moment or a fantastic finish. And that the Cowboys is just absolutely one for the ages. I'm sure you guys have been talking about it either this morning or yesterday or, or whenever. It's, it's just that onside kick was one of the best onside kicks you'll ever see the, for, for a couple of reasons. One, the nature of it. And two, the fact that it had to be done that way with the current no run-up to the kickoff rules. And then it stunned and I think surprised the Atlanta Falcons. People said, oh, they didn't know the rule and whatnot. I think they knew the rule. What I think it was, they stared at the football because of the way it was the trajectory. It looked like, like a third baseman in baseball watching a slow bunt go up the third base line. And it absolutely looks like it's going to go foul so they don't touch it, right? And then at the last second, it, it stays fair and the runners at first before they could do anything about it. I think the Falcons' hands team stared at that football saying, well, that thing's, go that thing's not going 10 yards. There's no way that's going 10 yards. It, was, it, it started out six yards or so uh, for, for three quarters of the length of the kick, and then with the spin on it, it curved just to 10 yards, and the Cowboys were prepared for it because they had practiced it that way and pounced on it. And then, of course, Dak and the offense made the plays before that onside kick and after the onside kick to get that – the, the last points that they needed. What what a game. What Scott, a finish. Scott, I don't know if you're a betting man, but um, you've got the ultimate job if you are a betting man. So how do you keep your uh, emotions in check on the NFL network and, and trying to do this with the red zone? Because I'd be going nuts if I had a few dimes <laughs> on these games. <laughs> well, for the record, I do not bet. I okay. do not bet. And, and uh, 
but I realize that a lot of our audience probably does. Oh yeah. And, and, and I've actually heard from some fans who get mad at me exactly. because I didn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause they made, cause they made the wrong choice at the window. They should get mad at me. Yeah, exactly. That it's it's the announcer's no. fault, bro. You know that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, but specifically I've had people get mad at me for this. We dial in late in, in, in whatever, the earlier late window, we dial into the one possession games, the games that football-wise are still to be determined, right? Four-point game, six-point game, seven-point game, right? Those are the games we're going to focus in on. If a team is up by 10 late in the fourth quarter, I got other stuff to get to. That game is basically out of reach until the other team scores to make it a one-possession game. And I've got to make value choices when I've got 10 games to juggle through, right? So we focus on the one-score games. Well, if the line was 7.5 or was 8 or something like that in a, in a game, and that's a 10-point game and the other team's going to kick a field goal to make it a 7-point game, pe- the, the people that got a couple shekels on it, they expect me to, to know that and to get dialed into that. Not only don't I bet, I don't even look at the lines or anything like that going into the week. I, it doesn't concern me. Now, someday it might with the, the proliferation of gambling being legal across the country and whatnot. Someday it might. But for now, I hope that the gamblers can can reasonably understand that I and my staff's job on NFL Red Zone is to show football outcomes, not football plus the over-under outcomes. Scott, I hope that makes sense. It does. Scott Hansen, NFL Red Zone, with us on 101 ESPN. I want to uh, finish with this, and it's kind of a broad question because we've got so many 0-2s and so many 2-0s. Is there an yeah. 0-2 that you're really not concerned about, for example, Minnesota or Philly, and is there a 2-0 that you say, that's not real? Interesting. Okay, let's do it in reverse order. A 2-0 and that's not real, the Chicago Bears, I, I, I don't think, I, and I know there's Bears fans in, in, in the region that I'm talking to you guys at right now, mm-hmm. but the Bears 2-0 the Bears and out of all seems a little bit like fool's gold to me, uh, but 2-0 and is 2-0. and 0 and 2 that I'm not concerned about. I mean, I'm just going through them right now in my mind. Um you know, believe it or not, I, I don't think the Atlanta Falcons are as bad as as Owen two. Maybe the Eagles, except Carson Wentz has got to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably one of those two teams, either the Eagles or the Falcons, I would say, could still bounce back. And keep in mind, we've got the expanded playoff field this year. You know, uh, 0-2 teams have occasionally righted the ship and made the playoffs, but that was with 12 12 teams making the playoffs. We've got 14 teams making the playoffs at the end of this season. So I wouldn't just kick dirt just yet on Philadelphia and Atlanta. And finally, Scott, let me give you one more because you won't have the game. Uh, It's a night game with uh, Lamar and the Ravens taking on Patrick and the Chiefs, but that ought to be fun. This this is if we had – if we had, you know, NCAA football rankings, this very well might be one and two playing early in the season. I mean, what's not to love? Star power, big offenses, teams that, that had huge accomplishments last year, two fascinating head coaches that, that are at the peak of their abilities on primetime in a standalone game. I mean, I, like I said, I'm not broad, like you said, I'm not broadcasting that game, but just know I'll be on the couch with you with, with my beverages and my snacks for that one. 
Looking what, forward to I it. I got one more, Randy. Yeah, fire away. So this is from a, one of our texters. They say they love you, but they want to know you're on the air for six or seven straight hours. When do you go to the bathroom? Because all the games. I thought I was going to escape the interview without the number <laughs> one question yeah. in my life. Okay. But, but no, it's 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 compulsory. No, it's comp- every time I do an interview, everybody asks. And here's here's the interesting thing, guys. I get asked that every day, right? And I, at this point, I lean into it. And I'll give you the answer in a second. But everyone who asks me, I believe, thinks they're the first person to ever ask me this. They're like, hey, you know what, Scott? You know, my girlfriend and I watch Red Zone. We love it. And uh, when do you take a pee? Like, and, and they think they're the first time that anyone's ever asked me this. That's why you went to school, everyone man. Is, it is, dude. I studied my craft. I went to Syracuse University, graduated with honors. I have tried to craft and research and whatnot, and yet my career has been reduced to being the man on national TV with the most bladder integrity. Yes. That's what, that's what I've been reduced to. And the answer is I do not go to the bathroom. I, wow. I've taken one bathroom break in eight years, eight plus years, one break. And so I dehydrate myself on Sunday mornings and don't drink anything during the show. And then it's locked in on the action and the willpower of a ninja until the last game in the last late window. And so I hope you folks that are listening that love NFL red zone. And I love our fans. I hope you realize the biological risks I am taking (laughs) as, as I grow older in my career to, to satisfy you guys and to provide you every touchdown from every game. Well, Scott, obviously in a town that doesn't have a team, Red Zone is the way to go. We love watching you, and we love having you on. Next time, by the way, we're going to have to ask about going shark diving. <laughs> well, you got it. We'll start. I hope I didn't go too long on the bowl. No, it was today, fun. But shark, shark diving was an amazing experience, too, and we'll start with that next time. 